Yeah. Draft day, Johnny Manziel. Five years later, how am I the man still? Draft day, A. Wiggins. Fuck that other side, bitch, we stay winning. Oh, man, you know I had to do it for you. You know I had to do it for you. Yeah. Suits and ties yelling out, pay the guys, man, I had to do it for you. No, I had to do it for you. Uh, league started up again, which is college football and the NFL started up this week. True. So we've uh, we everybody's been anticipating our uh fantasy, uh, our fantasy players that we drafted, um, in our leagues. So we'll, we can kind of give a breakdown of that. We can kind of talk about a few other topics that we we missed out uh throughout the week. True. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. Let's let's get into it. Like we always say, no reason to waste any time. Let's get into it. Uh, let me uh, oh, pop a trash. cold one. Cheers, <laughs> cheers to you. Cheers. As, as, as cold as the Rockies. <laughs> and yeah, so a couple leagues underway. Fantasy football. Uh, I'm in that keeper league we spoke about a little while ago. The league being named We're Not That Drunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you guys drink uh, during the the whole draft process? We did. We did. Absolutely. And uh, I I have to say this, because I, I, I didn't really believe in the, the hype or the buzz. I didn't buy in. And of course, actually, as the summer ended, I had my first, we started off with a, a white claw. Have you heard about these? No. What's that? It, it's like this like hard seltzer. I mean, there's been plenty of memes about white girls and white claws and um, oh, oh you know, like white that, claw! Like that, yeah, it was like that basic, that that basic summer drink that a lot of people were kind of. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I, I heard about it. There was a lot of buzz about it. Yeah, so I had never tried one. I didn't have one all summer. You know, it's been a busy summer for me though. Yeah. And I, they had they had a, a case of white claws there, so we all cracked one open and, and you know, popped my white claw cherry, so to speak. And it was it was all <laughs> right. I want one and done though. I had I had one of those, and I probably won't have another one again. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't we're not good. that drunk. It was it was um, it left a little more to be desired. It just was, you know, I could see why it could be popular though for the summer. There was a light drink, uh, kind of refreshing. It didn't get you where flavors. you needed to no. get. Nah, it never gets me where I need to be. Where I need to get, you know, that's only the henny does that. <laughs> the hen dog, <laughs> right? Straight honey boy. Uh, that's um, funny. So, so it was all right though. I think uh, the flavor I had was black cherry. Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was all right. But again, I didn't. I'm not. A, I'm not 100 behind it. So. But yes, to answer your question, we're not that drunk. We did have some uh, beverages while we did that. Actually, there was food. The whole. The whole spread. Like I told you, we there was wings, some appetizers, some beers, and just. Uh, a good time, man. So my team kicked it off. I actually, I think Were I you first you, I, pick? I, I was first pick. Yeah. I inherited a team from the guy who dropped out and he happened to have the worst team. So I had the best odds and I won the first pick. They actually did. The commissioner did a, a video of, uh, of the drawing for the first four picks. So my okay. name was called first. That was pretty cool. <laughs> and yeah, man. So under the influence Pun intended. Yeah, yeah. it was that was trash. That was uh, trash. <laughs> um, yeah, I took Saquon Barkley number one. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> All right, no, that's a. I th- I think that's a good decision. Um, I like. I would have probably chose Alvin Kamara over Saquon Barkley just because I think this year is going to be like a bad year in terms of his quarterback play. Well, their right. quarterback play, I should say. Um, so I definitely would have probably chose something that was more um, shored up, but, right. which Alvin Kamara is definitely going to be catching the ball from out the backfield, also running the ball. Now that uh, Mark Ingram is gone, he's going to basically be the bell cow back. So I probably would have chose Alvin Kamara first round, first pick. You know, I don't know what you were doing, but you weren't thinking smart. Well, <laughs> hey, I mean – uh, I, I do want to hear. I know you probably weren't first pick, but I do want to hear who your first round pick was. But I, I, I'm in the league that's that's a keeper league. So Alvin Kamara, unfortunately, was a keeper from prior oh, years. Oh, 
he was a late enough round. I don't think I mentioned this before. You can't keep the top three picks. Oh. So that's what kind of keeps it like interesting. Like, so there's not like all the good guys aren't already like eaten up and getting keep you know getting kept. So. Yeah. He was actually a later pick last year, so someone used him as the keeper. Yeah, so they got yeah. a steal on Kamara, so he wasn't even available. So it was really between Saquon Barkley and um, run CMC Christian McCaffrey, and I decided Ooh. to go with Saquon. Okay, all right, yeah. I, I so in Saquon that situation, yeah, right, Saquon. So yeah, so and then uh, I don't know. Again, I want to hear your first rounder. Another little tidbit I'll give you is obviously this draft was a snake draft, so I had the number one pick. But then I didn't come back around until whatever nineteen or the next round. Exactly, yeah. So and then I had back to back picks. Okay, that was kind of okay. cool having back to back picks. It's also a little stressful trying to figure out who you want, you know, and you got to pick two guys instead of just one. But um, yeah, now that's my little situation there. So I went Saquon Barkley one. What about you? Who was your first round pick? Um, so my first round pick. So I was in two leagues. Um. I was in my own league that I run as the commissioner, um, which we also call the manager league because that's the league we can't bet in. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That league, I was actually um, second pick. So I, I actually okay. drafted Alvin Kamara, uh, like you said oh, okay. before. Ours ours wasn't a keeper league, so uh, we could basically get whoever we wanted. And um, right. I chose Alvin Kamara as my uh, second pick. That was in uh, my league. Um, in my actual money league, which I am not the commissioner of anymore, I was the previous two years. Um, we, I had the twelfth pick, uh, and with the twelfth pick, I pick Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, so you were at the end. Were you the yeah. last pick in that? You were the last pick. I was the last pick in that draft, so wow. I chose uh, Odell Beckham. Actually, no, I apologize. I didn't choose Odell Beckham Jr. I chose a runner back first round. Odell was okay. my second round because I had a back-to-back pick. Oh, um, you did the back-to-back as well, but you were yeah, the, okay. snake. Yeah, so, so who, Todd Gurley was actually my first mm. pick. Odell Beckham was my second pick for a second and, round. And I think a lot of people are, you know, they can't sleep on Todd Gurley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and that's the thing. I'm surprised he got all the way to 12th place for somebody to pick him up because um, – Think about all the running backs that are that must have gotten chosen ahead of him. Saquon Barkley, um, mm-hmm. McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Kamara, McCaffrey, probably Ezekiel David Johnson. Elliott got picked up first round. By the way, uh, shout out to Kyle, your boy. Hey, <laughs> he got picked up first round. It was an auto draft okay. though. Oh, drafted first round. Wow, yeah. how come Kyle couldn't make the draft? Um, he did end up making it. I shot him a quick text. He made the he made the draft. He picked up um, who else did he pick up? He he picked up another uh runner back that's uh on the fritz right now in terms of their contract. Uh, he picked up Melvin Gordon, and I believe Ooh. it was the fourth or third round. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he was he was playing dangerous out there. Uh, I mean, I'd say so. These two, two, you're going to have two guys that might not even suit up yeah. week one, depending on how it goes, even though I hear there's been some, some whispers about Zeke's back in Dallas. We can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What was uh, what, what, what did your second pick look like? So, again, I, we were snaking back around, so I ended up having, like, whatever, the 19th and 20th pick or 20 and 21, Yeah. however that maps out. I, I went for my starting receivers, and I grabbed Mike Evans and Amari Cooper. Okay. Now, Mike, Mike Ev- Evans, I think, is going to continue. Like, you know, he's – I feel like he's getting better as the years go on. Amari um, Cooper, I know he's slowed down right now by an injury. However, I feel, again, with the uncertainty, uncertainty of Zeke and the fact that he was coming on strong last year, once him and Dak started to get more acquainted and they, they got – you know, their, uh, their bond probably grew stronger. Yeah. Uh, so I figure I figure why not go Amari. So yeah, I went Mike Evans and Amari Cooper with my second and third round pick back to back there. So I sure about my wide receivers. Also knowing that again we spoke about this before that my my keepers were Carson Wentz and James Conner. So I already have James Conner as my other running back, and of course quarterbacks taken care of then, which they're not always you know one of the first few off the board any you know anyhow, but. Yeah, so I went Evans and Cooper, and then I already had Connor and Wentz, so that pretty much solidified my, you know, quarterback, running back, receiver situation. Okay, okay. You? Um, 
so after so I, I'm just gonna talk about one um one league yeah. to kind of shorten mine up. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna talk about the Monday league. I was twelfth. I was twelfth pick. Uh, so we'll enter my third and fourth round, which is a, again for me a back to back choice. Um, I shored up my wide receiver and also by uh, picking up Cooper Cup. I like uh, it. Yeah, because I definitely think he's gonna. He's he's again the um, Jared Goff like best friend, so he gets targeted more. <laughs> do I think Robert he's the Woods. best receiver? Uh, no, but I do think he gets targeted more because they are best friends, and you know they have a connection. They got an early connection with each other, uh, and then I rounded off my runner back choice, uh, Philip Lindsay, uh, the bell cow mm. back for the Denver Broncos. I don't. I honestly don't know if he's going to have a good year this year, but he was the next best choice. There was no other running backs at that time. Again, you have to remember, I'm picking 37th, fourth round. Again, it's the first pick of the fourth round, but to get a running back by then, it's like, <laughs> so I had to choose. Yeah, the, the big dog best thing go up. by then. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Going into your uh, fifth round, what did you what did you end up getting? Yeah, so well, actually, fourth, fourth to fifth, okay. Uh, four, fourth pick, Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. I went tight end, and then fifth pick. This could be a potential sleeper this year. I think he actually might end up becoming their number one back, Miles Sanders. Philadelphia Eagles backup running back right now. I guess you could say the number two. Yeah, I I went and grabbed him because I have a sneaky suspicion that he is going to outplay Jordan Howard this year. Okay. Uh, how about I just run through a couple more and yeah, then we'll let you get into yours, right? Yeah. So you did your, uh, fourth and fifth. So I did my fourth and fifth. Yeah. Sixth. I went and added one guy to the receiving corpse to complete my three headed monster. I think you might like this one, Josh Gordon. Ooh. Again, that is, you know, your boys, the Patriots. So I, he's always a, a hit or miss. Could be that high volume player that we had, you know, we saw once in 2013 before yeah. the suspensions and the off the field issues became a problem. Or yeah, kind of took, you know, took over his career. But I, I have confidence in him that we could put this behind. Super Bowl champion. Again, he doesn't want to disappoint Tom Brady. Like he's he's not going to be in much a much better situation than he is now. And yeah, so what, what round him, did you take him? Sixth. Sixth. Wow, you'll never believe it, bro. Look, go ahead. I'll finish. Oh, wow. <laughs> you'll never uh, believe it. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I can only imagine. So, OJ Howard went in the seventh round for me. So, that's another tight end. Again, I'm just really, I was really trying to shore up my skill positions. I think if Mike Evans is drawing a lot of attention um, on the outside, OJ Howard's not a bad, not a bad guy to to catch a, and a check down or over the middle. He's definitely very productive, and he has some speed on him. I think him and Jameis are going to continue to to get some more chemistry. And then if we go down here to eight and nine, and then maybe I'll let you dive back into it. We do individual defensive players in my league. If, if you remember me saying, yeah, so I hate that. I went, and, <laughs> I went and got Luke Keekley and Khalil Mack with my eight and nine. Okay. And then you know I can tell you a couple more. As we get on, but what what is your uh you know the next few rounds looking like for you? Okay, so um, I, I think we're at off. four. At four, we're at four or five for you. Uh, we're at five. Five, five yeah. Um, so in in the fifth round, I decided to go for a quarterback. Uh, cause um some Patrick Mahomes was taken first round in our league. First round. Oh, wow. I think uh, I can actually tell you, first round number five pick, Patrick Mahomes. That's crazy to really? pick a quarterback in the first round. <laughs> Even how good Patrick Mahomes is, I still think it's a little crazy that he got picked up first Who round. Who took Patrick Mahomes, if you don't mind me asking? Um, Kevin Here Cuban. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin did, Cuban. okay. Yeah, he took, took Kevin – I mean, he took Patrick Mahomes. Uh, first Kevin's round. got a uh, he's got a beautiful football mind, so I don't know. Maybe he yeah. maybe he knows something we don't. I would have right. I would have definitely picked Patrick Mahomes second round though, because I had that back to back pick. I would have definitely made that choice. But so I decided for my quarterback fifth round. I decided to pick up Baker Mayfield. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I think Get he's it. gonna be getting rid of the ball real fast to Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry and racking up yards and scoring a lot. So. I had to pick him up and not let him fall to the uh, further rounds. 
Sixth round pick. I also chose Josh Gordon. Hey, gang, gang. <laughs> he was definitely too. It was too good of a choice. Uh, it was between him or Jarvis Landry, and I was okay. like, "Yo, Josh Gordon is coming back this year with Tom Brady. He's gonna have a big year. Um, he always usually has great statistical years. Um, whenever he does play. Um, seventh round, I ended up choosing. Will Fuller. Ooh. Uh, before Will Fuller went down, he was he was uh I would he was like top five, um top five receiver in terms of points uh for a PPR league. Uh, but then he got that injury like week eight and then <laughs> um so That's his but, MO. He comes yeah. out and scores a lot of touchdowns and he gets hurt. That's happened a he couple of years hurt. now. Yes, yeah, my back brother back usually gets in. Yeah. yeah. But he's like the best fat flex player I ever had. One of the best flexes. Um, Shout out Notre Dame. <laughs> that boy looked like he's from Miami now. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Uh, I wanted to also solidify my tight end uh, position, so I chose an old Wiley vet that I know is going to get me um, a few points, if not the highest points every week. Uh, Greg Olson, you know, okay. coming off an injury. Hopefully he gets the ball as much as need be. And then just to kind of end off at number nine also, uh, I did – for my ninth round, it was Kenny Steele's, also Ooh. a member of the Houston Texans, because I had to make sure if uh, Will Fuller goes down, I have a sure backup right there on the same team <laughs> to kind of pick up the slack. That's a uh, that's not that's a that's a bold move, and that's a, that's a good move though. I like it, um, especially with Deshaun Watson out there. Uh, yeah, slinging you know, that thing they around. Got a, they got a lot of weapons. I like it. Yeah, definitely. Can't forget about Kiki. Kiki Kutri or whatever. He, but yeah. I, I think, uh, or QT, what's his name? Kiki QT. Kiki QT. Yeah, Kiki QT. <laughs> Say that 10 times fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, by getting stills in that trade, I think they really, yeah. And I think they were kind of looking at it the same way you, you were. Some just assurance for Will Fuller just in case, and obviously another weapon there for Watson. I like it. True, true. Um, so now, go ahead and start on your. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of round out the rest of my squad, and then I'll let you do yours. I know I'm I'm gonna have a couple more players than you because of the defensive guys. True, but uh, number ten, I went Dante Pettis. He's the receiver for the Niners. Could could be as good as the number one receiver, I guess. If you I don't you know if you go down their depth chart, but he also is in the return game, and I'm hoping that he could. Uh, do do a little something something for me this year, maybe like a punt return or two, and yeah. get me some extra points that way. Also, he, uh, he might end up being Jimmy G's favorite target behind George Kittle. Uh, I went Dion Lewis from the Tennessee Titans as almost like a little handcuff to Henry, and it's, I'm in a PPR league, so Dion Lewis catches the ball. Yeah, number twelve defensive back Eddie Jackson, South Florida's very own, and he right now he's playing on the Chicago Bears. Oh, that's a good and pick. That was a good pick. It, it, you know he was. Hawk. You know he was actually. Um, he went to my high school. Also, he went to Northeast High School. Hey, but he was doing okay. bad, so he transferred. He transferred to um, Border Anderson, I think it was, and then all of a sudden, I see him in Alabama, and I'm just like, "Yo, this kid used to be a badass kid." Yeah, <laughs> and now I he's guess he, he, almost he's turning around. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Man. He's a baller. He's a. Uh, I think he's had three interceptions. Like in the last two years each, and then yeah. every time he touches the ball, there's a chance he could take it to the house. So I needed that, and I went with uh, the next pick, my 13, Von Miller, another you know another uh, defensive guy. So we do two linebackers, a defensive lineman, and a defensive back. So that was my so Keekley, Mack, Jackson, and Miller are my defensive players. Okay. Um, and then uh, yeah, Wentz and Connor. There, they would be like next up, and those were my keepers. So those were kind of like stashed in the late rounds. Kicker is Harrison Bucker from the Chiefs, and I, hey, if Mahomes is going to be the number five pick, uh, potential MVP candidate back to back, that's you know you know there's going to be a lot of extra points, and if not, let's get a field goal. And uh, Robbie Anderson could be Sam Darnold's best friend. Yeah, true, true. He, he's he's always good for you know a bye week or a, you know a little flex play here and there. And last but not me, last but not least, uh, what they call in the draft as Mister Irrelevant, the last pick. You know the way it snaked back around. I had the last pick of the draft, yeah. and I went with another one from South Florida, 
LJ. I, I obviously taught you too much about South Florida because I've been picking all the South Florida players like it's nothing. Lamar Jackson. Uh, Jackson a lot of debt. A lot of debt. A lot of Lamar. So, yeah, uh, he is my he was my last pick. And that's also insurance for just in case, you know, uh, God forbid something happens to Carson once again. I, you know, I want to see. I know we all, we've been talking about this a lot lately. The Lamar Jackson, his growth. We know mm-hmm. he can. We know he can run. We know he can do all that. Now let's start. Let's see if he can start to make the throws in the pocket, and then maybe use the legs as the secondary weapon. True. And true. Uh, yeah, even though I think he might be, uh, he might be, a, he could be potentially be a thousand yard rusher at some point. If it's this year, I don't know, but we shall see. So yeah, Lamar Jackson rounded out my squad, and that makes eighteen players, which is pretty crazy. But I mean, with the defensive guys. Yeah, it kind of adds. Yeah. What uh, who who were some of your last picks, and then I guess that would kind of finalize our rosters here. Yeah, definitely. Um, my tenth round pick ended up being another quarterback to back up Baker Mayfield. Um, this quarterback can either have an up or a down year. Uh, Derek Carr. Uh, mm. yeah. So if he gets the ball to Antonio Brown, we'll pretty much have a great year. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> if he's not able to, man, this could be a bad pick. I picked him tenth round, so. I mean, for for the for the round, I don't think it's bad, but I could have definitely added another um, receiver or maybe another player. Um, right? Who but, knows? I don't. I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, and then so onto my eleventh round, I chose. So I looked at both my running backs, my two starting running backs, Philip Lindsay and Todd Gurley, and I saw that their bye weeks aren't till after week eight. So I decided to pick up a runner back who's going to be available week eight. <laughs> Kareem <All right>. Hunt. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, everybody was surprised that I made that choice, but I had to do it. It's an executive decision. Hopefully none of my runner backs are hurt before <laughs> before then. Before week eight. Yeah. Um I like that. I think he I think he is gonna come in and make an impact. Definitely. Stay on the field. Um Another boy from uh, from down here in South Florida. I chose Marquise Brown, who's also playing with the Ravens. Hopefully, your boy Hollywood Lamar, Brown. Yeah. Lamar, could get it to him. True, um, I like that. I, yeah. I I wanted to get Hollywood. I actually think Hollywood might be a free agent in my um in my league. Yeah, I, I have to go look at that. But I wanted to get him. Uh, and I think I might have. Yeah, I guess I decided to pull the trigger on Robbie Anderson instead. But yeah. Hollywood yeah. Brown. I'm I'm hoping he can he can do something as long as he doesn't have the antics like his uh, cousin or his nephew or uncle, Antonio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hopefully not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, so coming from Marquise Brown to the thirteenth uh, round, I chose a tight end, Jack Doyle. Um, this was kind of more of a I needed a backup tight end for Greg Olson, so Jack Doyle was the best available. Um, Hopefully, Jacoby Brissett can get the ball to him. But, again, we never know because once they lose somebody as good as Andrew Luck, you never know how the pendulum is going to swing. Uh, this is true. He has a lot to prove, Brissett. He got that extension, so they believe in him. Yeah, they believe in him. But, I mean, you can believe in a lot of people and they f- fail you, you know. <laughs> I chose uh, – after that, I chose to kind of end it off. I chose uh, Jared Goff in my 14th round. And then for my final round – Actually, I have two more picks. Uh, I chose 15th. I chose Jimmy Garoppolo. And then um, 16th round, they forced me to choose a defense, so I chose the Titans defense. You wouldn't play a defense if you didn't have to? Um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pick a defense in my draft if I didn't have to because every week last, last year I would change up the defenses. So whoever uh, okay. had the better matchup is who I kind of chose. Um, Mm. So, I mean, I wouldn't waste a draft pick on a defense. So, I'm I glad you. My so you got the Titans. Yeah, I got okay. the Titans. You got actually, a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, I picked up a lot of quarterbacks to use for trade bait, but I also dropped. Um, I dropped one. I dropped Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. You got to get a kicker, didn't you? Um, no. In this league, we do not have to have the kicker. Oh in this wow! League, they nice. actually took out a kicker and did an extra flex player. Um, but point. I did, I did kind of change things around, um, in that league. I actually, 
like I said, I got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and we'll talk more about my sleeper that I, I switched out for Jimmy Garoppolo. And okay. then uh, I also, um, what did I do? Derek Carr, Henry Doyle, Jared Goff. Yeah. I, yeah, I just dropped out Jimmy Garoppolo. Hopefully he doesn't blow up. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed that I dropped well, him. I mean, we'll see. Let it, let the let the first couple weeks play out, and I'm sure there's a way you could always go snag him, you know? Yeah, true. Now, I think we, if I could be honest here, and maybe I'm biased as well, like I think we both had some pretty successful drafts. Yeah, Obviously, no, I, I definitely agree. Determine, you know, if, if these guys are going to produce, but on paper – we look like we have solid teams. I'm sure everyone feels that way about their teams. <laughs> but um, one last little piece in my fantasy world here with, with my, with the new league I'm in is we did similar, still similar. It was, it was by, um, you know, by, by chance, kind of by luck to see, to pick instead of, obviously we don't do defensive teams. So we did three team totals, t- three teams in total for wins. Yeah. So at the so total total wins for three teams and it was the same same situation like kind of um, random random pick so it's not you know everyone's not going to get the top dogs so the way it shook out for me is I got the Pittsburgh Steelers the Seattle Seahawks and then I went with my uh, my hometown heroes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> so I have those three teams this year that I'll be watching closely and and tallying up their wins and hopefully you know my my three teams go against the next guy's three the next guy's three the next guy's three and who knows? I don't know. Steelers could be shaky. Seahawks, I believe in, and the Buccaneers always, um, always a chance they could do something, but they, you know, often falter at the end of the year. So I don't know. I mean, but that's a little like that's a little like twist. I, I haven't been in a league that does three teams for total wins. Yeah, you know. Um... If I were you, I probably wouldn't pick the Bucks. Uh, I don't think they're gonna win a lot this year. I think they'll do okay, but I don't know. That was a in my was, in my opinion, that was a well, bad that choice. Was, that was my last pick, and yeah. I only if I could show you the other three teams, I think it was like the Redskins, and it might have been like the Redskins, Giants, and one other team. Like so, I think the Bucks was actually my most logical. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I didn't have like the whole. You know, I didn't have all the teams to choose from. It was kind of like that was one of the last picks. It was some really slim pickings, uh, no pun intended to them. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, so I get it. I probably want to pick them either, to be honest. Yeah, true, out of the true. last, it was like there was only like four other teams available, and they were all pretty booty. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I like I like our I like our picks. That's good. I mean, we we think we took the best of the best, or the, the guys that are going to fit our roster. So. I guess in essence we already kind of made our predictions, but if you really had to like map it out in fantasy this year from, from, you know, that let's say solely that fantasy perspective, who are some of your top performers you're looking at maybe by position? Um, If I'm going by position, I'm probably going to, I'm going to stay with one of the quarterbacks that I chose uh, Baker Mayfield as a top performer this year. Now, obviously we're not saying that he's going to be the only top performer, um, in terms of the quarterback play, but I feel as though he's going to be uh, one to kind of watch for as a top performer this year. Uh, for runner back, I have Le'Veon Bell. Um, for wide receiver, I have OBJ. And for my tight end position, I'm going with Travis Scott to kind of round it off. Um, who who do you have as your top performer? Travis who? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, okay. Yeah, uh, interestingly enough, I picked – Baker Mayfield as my quarterback to be one of the top performers this year. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we do not go over notes together. So he yeah, doesn't we, know what my that's picks crazy. are. <laughs> and I don't know what his picks are. Yeah, I went Baker to be a top performer as mm-hmm. far as the quarterbacks go. Running back, I went with my team. Uh, number one pick, Saquon Barkley. Oh. Receiver, I believe Devontae Adams is going to continue to build off uh, uh, another double-digit touchdown performance last year. He's going to do it again this year, and he'll be a top performer in fantasy. And then tight end, uh, George Kittle. Oh, yeah, yeah, with Jimmy Bell. Yeah, his his statistics from his first year to his second year uh, were pretty drastic, like of a, of a jump. And I just – I think that he can continue to 
to grow and and build off of that year. So I would say out of the tight end spot, I'm going George Kittle. So we okay. have eyes for Baker. I mean, I think, and this could be the next one we get into, maybe if you want to talk about some sleepers, I think Le'Veon Bell would have been more of a sleeper choice for me. Um, Considering that he's like, you know, kind of up in the air, like, does he still got it? Um, but that's, that's, you know, I, I don't think it, it's a, you. it's a sleeper because he's been at the top before, you know what I'm saying? It's, he's only missed, he's missed a year of not having to get, punished so I don't think in terms of a sleeper it's somebody I kind of don't expect if like if he doesn't get it it's expected but like if Le'Veon didn't get it then I'm kind of like is he okay it's is it his old line or is like what's what's up with right what's up with uh Le'Veon you know what I'm saying a sleeper is like I feel as though someone that who was not expected to get this at all um but uh, speaking about sleepers, who did you kind of have uh, for for yeah. your sleepers? Right, so I'll go down the line here again, starting with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I went with Sam Darnold. Ooh. I think he's going to actually come out and have a solid year in his second year here under center for the Jets mm-hmm. and really come into his own, especially with the addition of the aforementioned Le'Veon Bell. And that, that rushing attack is really going to open some things up for him in the passing game, and we all know he can pass the football. One year older as well, uh, a little more mature, you would think. So uh, maybe the game has kind of slowed down for him. We shall see. That'd be my sleeper at running. I mean, at quarterback, at running back, one of my picks as well. Another Penn State bull. I went with the two Penn State running backs, by the way, Barkley and Miles Sanders. Again, I, I there's something about him. I think he has some special talents, and I think he's going to be a sleeper fantasy asset this year. Wide receiver, second year player on the Carolina Panthers, DJ Moore. So look out for that name. He played his college ball at Maryland. I, you know, if, if Cam Newton can stay healthy this year, DJ Moore will be his top target. And okay. tight end, another one of my fantasy players, OJ Howard. Mm. We mentioned him. We mentioned him earlier. I really think him and Jameis Winston are going to have a connection this year, and OJ Howard will be a sleeper fantasy tight end. Yourself, okay. Slim. Um, so we, we actually didn't get any, we didn't uh, share any connection on these, uh, <laughs> cause mm. I definitely got the, for quarterback, I got Jacoby Brissett, mm. I think will be a sleeper this year. So he's either going to be a bust or a major uh, player in terms of PPR this year. Cause you know, he can scramble, he can throw, um, hopefully he, he shows everybody that he, he is ready to take over, uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, runner back, I have Darius Geis. That boy mm. was a killer in LSU. You know, uh, a lot of people forgot about him because he went through his injury uh, in in Washington. I think he tore his ACL or something like that. Um, yeah, in training camp last year. Yeah, and so this year season or whatever. Yeah. So this year he's back. Um, he's pro- definitely, I think, going to get mo- most of the touches over Adrian Peterson. Um, another sleeper that I have. Uh, he was in um <laughs> played for Clemson, uh a wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders, Henry Renfro, the little white boy uh <laughs> from Clemson, I think will be a sleeper this year in terms of mm. a wide receiver position. I actually dropped him I actually dropped Jimmy Garoppolo and picked up Tyler Henry, um, because I believe that he is uh, Hunter Renfro. Yes, Hunter Renfro. I mean yeah, Hunter Renfro, uh, that he's a major player in fantasy this year. He's going to be similar to – I say similar to <laughs> – similar to uh, Cole Beasley. Uh, definitely think he's next up. Um, tight end position, I have Greg Olson as my sleeper. Again, he's old, but I think he's ready to take over uh, his uh, throne, I would say, as the best tight end still available. And with Cam so in that quarterback, you're good. So both of our we have two sleepers that are Cam Newton targets. So we must we must think highly of Cam Newton. Yeah, coming out this and having year. another hopefully MVP caliber season. Now you you know I have to argue on you on this because you said Le'Veon Bell has been at the top before. So why would he be a sleeper? So then why would Greg Olson be a sleeper if he's been at the top before? Greg Olson would be a sleeper because he's he's older now. He's an older, um, older okay. tight end, which nobody expects to really. Pre- produce um high numbers this year but i think he will uh 
Le'Veon Bell is still young. Le'Veon Bell is only old in terms of, um, like, runner back age. But I think he's like 30, 31, maybe. Not even. I think he's like 29 or something like that. Le'Veon Bell is pretty young still. So, Le'Veon Bell well, has a few more years to go before we can say he's a sleeper or old enough to be a sleeper. All right. Well, you know what? Best of luck to Le'Veon Bell. I hope, you know, maybe he does become a top performer. To me, I would think he is just a little overrated, though. And let's get right into our overrated fantasy players or overrated fantasy football predictions this year. Uh, I'll I'll let you get into it. Okay. Um, Overrated. First up for talking shit about my boy Le'Veon, I actually have Lamar Jackson as Mm. being overrated this year. Again, I, hopefully he gets the ball to Marquise Brown. Uh, but if he doesn't, they are not going to do anything this year. Again, he has – he can run all he wants, but the only way quarterbacks win in this day and age is by throwing the ball, which he cannot do. So his – I think his stats will go down. Um, he won't be as productive as he was coming off last year. Um, running back-wise, I have Derrick Henry – other than those two major um, runs that he had last year for, like, 99 yards, what else has he really been known for? Like, he's a big running back who, like, doesn't get a lot of points, especially in PPR leagues, because uh, they're not really throwing him the ball. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be embarrassing for Derrick Henry this year. Uh, Deion Lewis is probably going to take over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I said it. Uh, another wide receiver, Alshon Jeffries, is overrated. Alshon mm. Jeffries. A lot of people picked him probably second or third round. I think he didn't deserve such a high uh, pick this year. Again, he is car- one of Carson Wentz's many targets, but um, and biggest target, I should say. But I just think this year he kind of will show that he's older, He's getting on the back end of his career, and he's going to retire soon. Um, another Eagles receiver that I also had, which is actually a tight end, um, Zach Ertz, hey. as being overrated again this year. We're on the same page, at least with that one. That is yeah. my overrated tight end of this year. Yeah, Zach Ertz will be overrated. Uh, people think he's going to give him that production and just not be able to. What's uh, What's your overrated list? So, yeah, uh, overrated, I'll go backwards here. I'll go tight end. Zach Ertz, I believe, is going to be, yeah, a, a non-productive factor this year in fantasy. I, I think Dallas Godair, their second tight end, started to really come alive last year. Yeah. And he's going to take some of those snaps and production away and, and be one of Carson Wentz's favorite targets. We go to the receiver, I believe, A.B. in Oakland. Mm. He, he does he does too much too much talking too too many antics i think he's a great player but sometimes it gets overshadowed and i don't believe he is going to be as good as in years past single digit touchdowns my my prediction uh, running back david johnson mm. he's always in the first round you know hanging around a dual kind of a dual threat guy obviously can run can catch the ball out of the backfield Two years ago, had that injury, the wrist injury, right? Yeah. Uh, last last year, not a bad year. I just don't believe the hype, and I just think he's overrated for where and when he gets picked in fantasy and how people think he's still one of the top dogs. I don't see it. Maybe Kyler Murray and uh, what's his name? Cliff Kingsbury, Kling, whatever his name yeah. is, can, can bring it out of him. Overrated in my book. And last but not least, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, quarterback. I I don't I don't believe in the Falcons at all. Julio Jones is pretty much all they got. I I am a fan of Calvin Ridley actually, so I'll say Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, but that's that's not enough for it to be for Matt Ryan to have an incredible year. And okay. I definitely believe his his better years, especially in fantasy, are behind him. Nah, true, true. I understand. Um... I, I'd have to agree with you on that one, uh, Matt Ryan. I think, other than being able to kind of throw, get the ball to Julio Jones and um, Calvin Ridley, it's like 
him himself as like a winning quarterback. I don't know how much points he's going to give you this year in fantasy. Uh, um, but we'll see. You know, they always have the high, like one of the highest offenses. Um, we'll we'll kind of see like how that goes. Um, speaking about like just being um, overrated or what people thinking about you in terms of like your, I would say like your contract deals and things like that. A lot of um, <laughs> a lot of people think you know Melvin Gordon, Ezekiel Elliott may or may not deserve you know to be paid as like one of the highest uh, paid runner backs or uh, Melvin Gordon to get paid like one them kind of being overrated or underrated kind of like what what do you think um, what news have you kind of heard about like Ezekiel Elliott, Melvin Gordon you know any kind of contract talks going on that you've kind of gotten into yeah absolutely just recently I heard that Zeke is back in Dallas Mm -hmm. so the hiatus as far as you know him being in uh living his life living his best life in Cabo (laughs) living his best life in Cabo I guess that is over for the time being Mm -hmm. he is back in Dallas and although I don't believe he will be uh, a go for week one I do believe contract talks are heating up I've, I've seen that it's more so not necessarily the money, but the structure. So maybe he wants more up front yeah. or guaranteed or, or whatever, but it, apparently it's not the money. It's more so the way that it's structured. I think the deal will get done. I believe that even missing a few games, he's still going to be one of the top producing running backs and is an asset to their team. No doubt. Uh, even though I don't believe the Cowboys are going to do anything special this year. And then as far as Melvin Gordon goes, I kind of think it's the same situation as Bell. You know, he he doesn't necessarily have too, too much leverage. And it kind of drug out so much that unless he's going to put his tail between his legs and come back and take a big hit on his ego, he's probably not going to get what he wants. And he will most likely, if he doesn't get traded, miss the entirety of the season. What do you Mm. think? Um. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Melvin Gordon has pushed this kind of uh, too far. They, the Chargers don't actually need him um, and don't want to pay him like a, like one of the best runner backs uh, in the league. He did ask for a trade. I was hoping he would go to the Houston Texans because they obviously need a runner back. Um, right. pr- probably are one of the teams that could pay him the money he wants. Because um, I think personally, just in fantasy alone, he's obviously one of the top running backs. Um, the production that he gives them is unparalleled, but again, when they have three running backs who can kind of maintain those same numbers, um, why would they pay just for one when they can pay three different ones that same price? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, in terms of Zikiali, yeah, I did hear news that he did come back. Uh, hopefully uh, they get something done. Um, so whoever picked Ezekiel in the drafts uh, <laughs> will kind of uh, profit off of that or benefit from that. Um, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully it gets done. But again, they're not going to break me off any of the money, so <laughs> I could care less, you know. You sure he's not going to break you off any? Yeah, I'm I pretty mean, sure. Pick, as far as Melvin, you used to pick him every year in fantasy, number one. I remember you were telling me that you guys – Ran into each other at the Apple Store in Florida, and like, and then next thing you know, he's holding out. Like, yeah, he needs to cut you a check. (laughs) He needs to cut me a check because I'm the one that's. I'm the reason why he's getting this big contract. They notice in my PP. Uh, I said they notice in my PP. (laughs) That sounded crazy. Listen, my uh, my points that are that I'm getting in PPR leagues, and they're like, wow, all these uh, all these. People are benefiting off of my stats now. I need my money and shit. Maybe I shouldn't have told him that I draft him first every year. He would have probably been here today. <laughs> it was right after that, yeah, that he decided to hold out, so you might have scared him off. Yeah. Um, what else we got going on hot topic-wise here? Um, I know we didn't get a chance to kind of talk about the uh, Jay-Z situation. It kind of happened a few days after we shot um, our previous episode. Um. So what what do you kind of what what kind of your feeling about uh, Jay Z signing a deal with the NFL? I think it's great. I believe that he said it best, and I know you're you know you're pretty passionate about this. So I'd I'd love to hear more so your perspective on it. Um, mm-hmm. 
But as far as mine goes, I think he said it best when he said that, you know, it's kind of beyond kneeling now. Yeah. If we're going to talk about injustice and we're going to talk about all these different things, it's the, the kneeling was, it, that was the start, right? You got to, mm-hmm. you got to, you got to, as ironic as it's going to sound, you got to take a stand, right? Yeah. Take, take a knee to let them know what I'm standing for. Oh, um, quite star mark. We see. Hey, <laughs> boy. But, you know, it's kind of beyond that now. No disrespect to the guys who kind of started the movement. Obviously, Cap and Eric Reed and Kenny Stills, you know, they're still doing it. But it's ready to take it to the next step. And let's really – let's start to see some results, right? Let's start to actually work together and, and, and get something done. And he is in a position of power. And together, whatever. Yeah, so I'm saying I, I believe that what they what, what Cap and Eric Reed and Stills, you know, what, what, what kind of they started and – and what that stood for is great, but Jay Z is the right guy for the job to kind of take that one step further and start to see some actual results, and tying himself together with the NFL. I think yeah. it's a brilliant move. He's he's got the power, and I think he's got the right mindset that can kind of bring everybody in on this and really just start to see start to see some changes and and to to really raise that awareness even higher. I, yeah. I believe it's. I believe it's good for him. I believe it's good for the NFL. No matter what kind of, um, you know, rifts it's making within, like you know, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed and all that. I, I believe yeah. it's it's for the best. What about you? And I, I know you're uh, you're pretty passionate. And you have a pretty pretty strong stance on this. So I'm really interested to hear about what you have to say. You there? Hello. Yeah, you there? Okay, okay, yeah, I still hear you. Uh, what I probably, what I mainly think about it is that, like, I I agree with you. Um, I think, like, again, you do have to start taking action instead of, you know, we can't continue to protest and continue to fight for uh, Colin Kaepernick not having a job. You know, um, the whole point of his protest was to fight for us, and now I feel like him and Eric Reed are kind of losing sight of that. And right. are just like, oh no, we need Colin to get a job also. Like that, if that was the like, we understand you were fighting for us and you you had to pay those um, dues because of us. But also understand that he is continuing what we need him to continue the fight. We need him to continue. We need somebody to have a seat at the table and not be looking from the outside. You know, trying to come back in you know what i'm saying we need somebody who's gonna uh get that seat at the table and kind of make changes um within the organization instead of from without um and he said he jay-z even said a few things uh that kind of um resonated with me like 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 you did say like we are we are beyond kneeling like not poo-pooing the kneeling but you know like it's time for us to make that kind of change and uh, to all stand up for what we've, what Colin Nick has, I said Colin Nick, Colin has been kneeling for. <laughs> um, right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Just get that, get, take that next step. Yeah, and, definitely. And see some, yeah, real change. Uh, yeah, man. Jay Z is the guy for it, I believe. Yeah. You know what I mean, he's, and uh, he's I just feel like a him. lot of people were kind of also like going in on him saying like, you know he's he's basically a clown now and just like like working with the masters and all that like a few racial things and i'm just like yo what do you where, where do you like want us to be in life you know what i'm saying like do you not want us to have a seat at the table one day you know what i'm saying do you not want us to um have more than just a say from the outside and actually have a say from the inside you know People mm-hmm. just do, don't give him a, enough credit, especially for somebody with such a great track record like himself, you know? Absolutely. I think, again, he's the right guy for the job, and he'll start to open everyone's eyes more, and like hopefully everyone kind of start, will start to see the bigger picture. Obviously, you, you see it, so. Yeah. Everyone's eyes are open. There's always going to be haters no matter what it is, but once everyone kind of sees – why he's doing what he's doing. There'll be more people on board for sure. True, true. 
Um, another news. Uh, I know a major trade happened this this um this off season. Right, a little right. Well, right before the season started, uh, Jadavion Clowney gets uh traded to the Seattle Seahawks. The Houston Texans have been making trades like crazy lately. Um, I don't know if you noticed some of the trades. Jadavion Clowney goes to Seattle. Um, they uh, get a runner back from Cleveland, Duke Johnson. Uh, they get an offensive line from Miami. They're, like, really um, trying to make these changes to make a push for the Super Bowl, especially since uh, a leader in their division has left, Andrew Luck. They've been really Ooh. pushing. Yeah, man, we'll talk about Luck in a second. But, yeah, Clowney to the Seahawks, I think, that helps the Seahawks out in there. And I'm not saying this just because I have them in for my total wins. I mm-hmm. think that's going to help uh, their overall quest. But ultimately for, you know, and he wasn't going to be happy or he wasn't going to get paid in Houston. I think ultimately Houston's just trying to spread out the talent. And now they have done that by, yeah, they might have had to get rid of uh, one of their solid defensive linemen. They have some more, one of them being J.J. Watt. But now they've they got a running back. Now they got the offensive lineman. Now didn't they get another? I think they got Carlos Carlos Hyde too. Um, so they're they're starting to to spread the talent out a little bit more rather than maybe just being the best team that has the best defensive line. Now you know again, let's even it out on both sides of the ball and and go make some things happen. I, I'm all about it. And, of course, yes, they're opportunistic in the case that Andrew Luck, and I'm sure everyone knows this, you know, decided to step away from football and retire abruptly before the start of this season. And I back that as well. One of the young greats to, again, step away early. But he has, um, you know, he has his values and his morals, and he didn't want to probably tamper with his love for the game with the constant having to, you know, deal with the, the injuries and the rehab and, maybe not being the the player that he thinks he can be yeah. um, because of that. So I'm, I, I, I support his decision, but it's sad to see him go. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's only so much a, a man can take. Um, him getting beat up like that, always trying to rehab from an injury every single year, uh, just like makes you mentally tired, not just physically tired, mentally tired, you know, and you always feel like you can't reach your full potential. Uh, because you're being held back by these injuries so much. Um, it's almost like, I don't know, I don't know if you remember the Greg Oden effect, like, oh, he's coming back next year, gets injured. <laughs> he's coming yeah. back the year after, gets injured. It's like, how how much injuries can you take before you're completely done or you're just a shell of yourself, you know? And I think that's what started to happen, and he realized that, and he was ready to pass the baton to Brissett. Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett, see what he can do. Yeah, definitely. Um, this might bring us to our final uh, segment here. Yeah, we should have like a little uh, yeah. music break. Yeah. <laughs> Speed round. How about Speed I go round. first? Um, yeah, go ahead. I'll I'll rip them off first. I have four here, and then you can finish it out. And we will say goodbye and close the book on this here, the fourth episode. You down? I'm down. All right. Speed round. Big three champion and MVP, Iso Joe. Is he going to be back in the NBA this year? Um, No. Not at all. Not even a chance. He's working out with like the sixth team in the NBA so far. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think – um. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. If he, uh, but yeah, he will be this year. He'll be back on the team. Um, probably fifteenth man or whatever it is, being their moral support and you know maybe actually playing a few games here and there. So I saw Joe back in the league. All right. Melvin Gordon woes. Will he play this year? Um, Melvin Gordon will play this year. He will either get traded or um, the Chargers will sign him if they go on a little losing streak there. All right. Meek Mill Street for a weekend at least in Made in America. Uh, this weekend – or yeah, this this last past weekend in Philly, 
his, you know, was also celebrating his 12 year saga being over. What do you think about that? Um, I, it's great. Like he really deserved it. You know, um, well he did, uh, let me say he didn't deserve, um, what, what the justice system kind of gave to him. Um, I gave him so many years in pro under probation. It's like, yo, he didn't do most of the things you said. They found all this evidence in regards to the judge, the cop. It's just like his 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 um case should have been thrown out years ago. And to see that he's finally done and off probation now and he can live his life to the fullest, it's great to see, especially somebody who's not really a menace to society or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Last one here. Jalen Hurts, I told you about him. Mm. Is, he, is, he, is he a Heisman favorite this year? Oh, uh, yes, he is a Heisman favorite after one game. No, man, he's not a Heisman favorite yet. He got to give us at least a few more games with, like, with some SEC teams before we can uh, crown him, you know, Heisman winner this year. It's still um, Lawrence's to lose or uh, – or Tua Tangabaloa. Well, speaking of Tua, let's go with this bonus question for you then. If it comes down to Oklahoma versus Alabama at some point this year, whether it's for the championship, whether it's wherever, I don't know, uh, who wins that game, Oklahoma or Alabama? Uh, Oklahoma, only because they're going to want to play harder for Hearns and um, he's – He's gonna ball out because uh, he knows he knows that defense. He's that's what he played do. in practice against do. that defense. Yeah, that's what the boy do. Um, <laughs> all right, that's my speed round for you, kid. Um, all right, so I saw this question online. I just thought it was gonna be a great question for the speed round. Which QB is gonna be uh, Drew Brees' successor, Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill. Oh, elaborate I love, on that one real quick. I, I love I love Teddy and the fact that he you know hasn't given up since he had you know the uh, the, the troubling like knee injury leg injuries, but uh, and I think he had multiple other injuries too. So I, I admire his not quitting, but Taysom Hill is just too much of a weapon, and his running ability and the fact that he lowers the boom mm-hmm. is is second to none. So I believe. Even though I want him to continue to be a slash and do a little bit of everything, I believe that he will eventually be a full-time starting quarterback. Okay, okay. Um, so recently, in recent news, uh, Lonzo Ball released a diss record uh, with the with, uh, and he also mentioned the Lakers' name. The diss goes a little bit like this: You know, I'm all about the business. LA is going to regret their decision. What do you, what what are your thoughts about that? I think Lonzo Ball just needs to stay in his lane. The Lakers whoa, are that, whoa, stay in your lane. Is he supposed to shut up and dribble? He's not supposed to shut up and dribble. No, I, I don't mind the rap, but I'm talking about the lyric. Ooh. I don't mind. I don't mind him doing. You know, even though he put out more songs last year on Spotify, 21 than he hit free throws, 20. <laughs> I know you saw that statistic. Oh, uh, no, I don't think. Him. No, I don't think he needs to shut up and dribble. I think he's gonna be all right. But do I'm talking about solely the lyrics that you talked about. I don't believe they're gonna regret the decision. I think the Lakers got exactly who they who they need to have, and I think he's in a better position down in the NO anyways. But um, I don't think LA was the was the uh, city for him anyways. It was just too much with his pops and everything going on. He'll get a fresh start here. Best of luck to him, but it's not anything they're going to be regretting. They got who they wanted to get, AD. <laughs> All right. Uh, another question. So, um, in, re- in a recent interview, uh, Lonzo Ball also sat down with uh, Big Boy and stated that, hey, his brother LaMelo Ball will be a top three pick when he comes out for the draft next year. What's your thoughts? I don't think top three but I'll go top 15. Top 15. I think LaMelo Ball is a baller. But you only think he's a top 15 and not a top three? I don't think he's top three, no. I'm going to go top 15. All right. I know he doesn't have the the track record of his brother, you know, uh, the middle middle child. Yeah. LiAngelo, but um, I don't know. We'll see. 
he's a good he's a he's a he's a great ball player. Okay. <laughs> it's not funny whenever you talk about them because it's like their last name is like you know he's a ball player. Yeah. He's a baller. Last question: Do the Pelicans make the playoffs this year? Yes. Oh, all right. We'll see. That's uh, that's that's all my questions. That's For that. The... That's that on that. Speed round. Speed round. Speed round. Speed round. <laughs> we'll have to work on something for that. Uh, I mean, lastly, we can just close out with letting everyone know that Slim and they have an official logo. Oh. We we're gonna be dropping that shortly for y'all. And uh, shout out Alex Morales. Alex Morales. Bano. We'll, we'll we'll tag him in the post, but Bano. Bano. Bano Art. art <laughs> put it. The the boy. He came the through kid. with the, yeah, the kid, the boy, <laughs> the man. He came through with a, a really dope design for us, really kind of put our vision into it and, and had his own little flair added into that. And we're excited to show y'all. But, yeah, we're going to have our official logo coming to you. And I think after we, we get the logo solidified, Slim, we got anything else on, on deck? Um, After we get the logo, hopefully we can um... – Go ahead and start getting uh, a shipment of, you know, bandanas to everybody uh, so we can uh, kind of get that logo out out there into the world. You know, uh, hopefully mm-hmm. that'll come um, sometime this month. Uh, keep your keep your ears and your eyes kind of open uh, for more news on that. Absolutely. We're going to start building that brand. We'll get some merch to you soon. But be on the lookout for that logo. Thanks again for... Staying with us. This is Slim and Nay, Fantasy Football Talk. Yes, sir. Thank you. Peace. Take care. Peace.